Modeling the shape of a 3D object in Maya is an iterative process where you work from a generalized base shape down to its intricate details. In this movie, we'll focus on the latter by using Maya's sculpting tools to add fabric creasing and then bake them to a normal map. Make sure to set the current project to the provided scene folder, then open the file Sculpting Wrinkles Part 1 Start. This scene contains our Detective Emma character wearing the jacket mesh we created in our Modeling and Retopologizing a Jacket tutorial series. You'll notice that despite both Emma and her jacket being relatively low-poly meshes, they're given the illusion of detail via the patterns and wrinkles baked directly into their diffuse texture maps. However, their shadows are also baked into the diffuse maps meaning that while the model might look fine under some default lighting setup, it won't react properly to any subsequent lighting changes. Instead, we should incorporate the details currently featured in the diffuse maps into normal maps, which will react properly to such changes and thus increase the object's realism. To create a normal map, we'll need to generate a high-poly version of our low-poly meshes. Then we'll sculpt the appropriate details onto the high-res mesh, before applying them back to the lower resolution mesh in the form of a normal map. We recommend you use a drawing tablet instead of your mouse for even greater control during the sculpting process. Start by hiding jacket layer and accessories layer. For now we're going to focus on Emma's t-shirt. Duplicate the Emma Body Geo mesh. Rename the duplicate Emma Body High Res Geo, then hide the original low res mesh. Select the duplicate and go to the Modeling menu set. Go to Mesh Smooth. Maya subdivides the current mesh, increasing its resolution. It's important to note that since our original mesh was built with proper quad-based topology, the resulting subdivisions are nice and even, without any errant pinching. The smooth operation is actually connected to the geometry via a poly smooth face node. You can adjust this node's division attribute at any time to either subdivide the model even further or return it to its non-smoothed form. Note that the more subdivisions you add, the smoother your details will appear, but the slower your interactive performance will be. In this case, we'll use a value of 3, but feel free to go even higher if your computing power allows it. To keep track of your mesh's total face count, go to Display Heads-up display, poly count. Now switch to the sculpting shelf. These icons represent the various sculpting tools available in Maya. You can also access these tools from the Mesh Tools Sculpting Tools menu. We'll use these tools to recreate the wrinkles of her t-shirt. We'll start with the Sculpt tool. If you mouse over the torso, the cursor turns into a circle representing the radius of the sculpt operation, similar to the Artisan toolset. Hold the B key and drag left to shrink it down a bit. Now drag over Emma's body along one of the creases. The sculpt tool lifts the vertices in the affected area. To get a better idea of how the tool is affecting the topology, turn on Wireframe on Shaded. It's a bit difficult to see using the default selection color settings. Go to the Color Settings window. In the Active tab, under General, 
slide the lead object slider all the way to the left so the palette turns black. Now selected objects are highlighted black, making it much easier to see what you're doing. The tool is obviously lifting the vertices far too much, so undo the operation. Hold the M key and drag down to reduce the vertical line, representing the strength of the sculpt operation. If you prefer inputting manual values, double-click the icon in the toolbox to open the tool settings. While you're at it, you can also adjust direction, which controls how the individual vertices are lifted from the surface during a sculpt operation. The default setting, Average Normal, lifts all the vertices in the same direction, the average of all the faces within the brush radius. Another useful setting is Vertex Normal, which lifts vertices along their own individual normals. Both produce very similar results at small brush sizes, but can start to show variants at larger ones. Switch back and forth as needed to ensure you get the results you want at each stage of the sculpt. Now try sculpting the creases. Start with large broad strokes, then use smaller strokes to build on and refine them. Don't worry if the model gets a little lumpy. You can also control drag to invert the sculpt operation, carving the mesh instead of lifting it. This is the same as turning on the invert option in the tool settings. If you have trouble drawing strokes smoothly, turn on the steady stroke option to have Maya help you filter out jitteriness from your stylus or mouse movement. This is especially helpful if you are sculpting some line work detailing. You can also adjust the strength and shape of the sculpting brush radius by adjusting the graph in the falloff section. Once you've sculpted out the basic shape of a crease, you can use some of the other sculpting tools to refine it. The Smooth tool allows you to smooth out areas that are either over-sculpted or too lumpy. It can also help you to blend creases back into the more form-fitted sections of the shirt. You can quickly access the Smooth tool even when another tool is active by shift-dragging. If you'd like to smooth out jagged areas without diluting your sculpted areas, use the Relax tool instead. You can use the Flatten tool along wider creases or valleys to make them more uniform by leveling the affected vertices toward a common plane. Or use the Pinch tool to sharpen bumps and valleys by pulling vertices together, making creases more defined. Keep in mind that, contrary to the tools we've been using that pull or push vertices along their own normals, the Pinch tool pushes vertices toward each other, which can result in a lot of uneven deformation. Be careful not to overdo it. To get the best representation of your newly sculpted creases, you should also make sure to view them under a proper lighting setup. We've included a basic three light setup in the scene that you can use to compare the creases' shadows against the corresponding ones baked as texture.
Once you're done, swap the current texture file feeding the Emma body matte material with the file Emma body flat, which represents the same texture but without additional big shadows. You can see the model's lighting now responds properly. You can also sculpt the creases of Emma's pants if you like. However, for the scope of this tutorial, we'll skip that process and jump ahead to generating a normal map. Unhide the original Emma body geo mesh and select it. Go to the rendering menu set, then go to Lighting Shading, Transfer Maps. Maya automatically uses the selected Emma body geo mesh as the target mesh. In the Source Meshes section, add the high resolution Emma object. In the Target Meshes section, switch Display to Envelope. The envelope represented in pink shows the search envelope around the target mesh that Maya will sample to create the normal map. A lot of our high-resolution mesh is breaking through the envelope, meaning those areas will have a shallower sampling or won't be sampled at all. Adjust the search envelope attribute higher or lower depending on how pronounced a shadow effect you want. In our case, a value of 0.8 will cover the entire high-resolution mesh. In the Output Map section, select Normal. In the Normal Map settings, change the file type to PNG. This will allow us to edit it in a wider range of 2D image editors afterward if necessary. In the Connect Output Map section, connect the map to the assigned shader. And in the Maya Common Output section, increase the resolution to 1024 by 1024 as well as medium sampling quality. Click Bake and Close. When Maya is finished computing, hide the high res mesh. As you can see, the creases still show up on the low-resolution mesh. They also respond to lighting changes, just like the high-res model. However, notice that there's some artifacts in areas like the head and hands, where the map's search envelope overlapped itself. Since you only sculpted Emma's t-shirt, you can remove the other normal mapped areas in a 2D image editor by painting over those areas using a neutral value of 128, 128, 255 RGB. Reload the normal map and the exaggerated shadows disappear. In the next movie, we'll create details for Emma's jacket, which will also transfer to a normal map.